0: You're listening
1: to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
0: From Mamma Mia, welcome to Help, I Have a Teenager, the podcast that's here to answer all your questions about the new teenage. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jo Lamble. I'm a clinical psychologist and the co-author of a book called The New Teen Age, how to support today's tweens and teens to become healthy, happy adults.
1: And I am the other co-host, Dr Ginny Mansberg. I'm also Jo's co-author of The New Teenage. I'm a GP and between Jo and I, we have... Eight adult kids. You heard that right. Now, Joe, we've got two brilliant questions today. And if you have a question for us, you can email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or use the anonymous form in our show notes. Now, Joe, this first email came from Lisa. And Lisa says, I have a 17 and a half year old daughter who wants to be out every night of the week. She's usually hanging out at her boyfriend's house and he's a nice kid, respectful relationship, so no issue there. I think she should be home more nights than she's out, especially during the week. She's usually home by nine on school nights, but this week she's only been home one night for family dinner. She keeps telling me that I should say no when she asks to go out. I tried to explain to her that she should be old enough to moderate her own social life and I didn't want to put restrictions on her. That didn't work anyway when I tried. We had an argument this morning about it again and ended with her stomping around and slamming doors and me raising my voice. Am I being unreasonable here? She's getting all her schoolwork done at school, never any homework or study at home, and she's never been particularly academic. When she is home, she just sits in her room with her AirPods in her ears I've come at this problem to be not too strict so she has some freedoms but also understands balance and that she needs more in her life than socialising with her friends. Help, what can I do? I worry that if I restrict her, she'll move out. Joe, another super common one. Mm, I
0: love that she'll move out. Yes, I wonder how she's going to do that though. <laughs> That's going to be... Interesting. Look, what I found really interesting, a couple of things about this great question, because again, you're not alone, Lisa, at all. But she keeps telling you you should say no when she asks to go out. So why does she keep telling you that? Is it because she wants a reason not to go out every night? Or is it more that she's annoyed that you don't say no, and then you actually seem unhappy about it? when she goes. So it's giving her sort of mixed messages. So I think that's important. And when you say, you know, she needs more in her life than socialising with her friends, yes, she does. And she does need time with her family. Because it sounds like she's got a really loving, loving mum here and a family here. So that would be good. So even if she's 17, yep, and 17 and a half, nearly an adult, but she's still under your care and she does still need your help to make some good choices, I'd suggest you sit down with her and just, you know, really casually have a chat about what a healthy schedule would be like how many nights out a week would be healthy because the other nights you do want to make sure she's getting enough sleep, she's eating well, because even if she's home at nine, I mean, maybe she will then wind down and maybe she's not getting sleep till you know, 11 or something. And as you know, Ginny's got some very strong words on sleep. (laughs) So (laughs) I think the other thing, I'd just make sure you remind her, even if she's not, that she's great company, that you actually like seeing her, that you want her home for family dinner, not because she's short and that's the rules, but because, hey, we just want to chat. We just want to chat as a family because, you know, there's things we want to say. Make sure those dinners when she is home isn't a time to lecture her or quiz her on schoolwork or anything. Just Everyone just chatting about stuff stories and fun times during their week, you want to try and make it a pleasurable option to spend 20 or 30 minutes having dinner with you.
1: And on that note, I would ask her, you know, we would love to have you at home with us. If it were our choice, we'd have you here seven nights a week because we love hanging out with you. But I've noticed you're not hanging out so much with the family. I'd love to hear your feedback as to what would make this family and family dinners. A place you want to be hanging out. And it might be hard to hear some of it. So she might go, You know what? You're so boring. Or everyone's just on their phone and it's boring. Or I get a lecture. I I get a lecture. (laughs) Or you tell me to chew with my mouth closed and I'm over it. Or, Mum, you're just the worst cook ever. I get (laughs) much better food at my boyfriend's house. Whatever it is, if you can do this in a collaborative, team based way in which you go, Okay, yeah, like my cooking sucks. How would you like to do it together? Let's go through Pinterest. Let's pin a few different meals and let's do those together. She might have gone vegetarian and you haven't noticed. And there might be an opportunity to really engage around what would make the family home the place she wants to be. So you're getting what you want, which is her choosing to be there because you want her to make that choice and also her wanting to hang out there. That would be, I think, Nirvana.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. One other thought I had, Ginny, is what her friends or her boyfriend's parents think too. Mm -hmm. Because I do have parents in my office who have their adolescent partners over a lot sleeping a lot, coming for dinner every night. And they say they really like them. It's not about not liking their child's partner, but they're just thinking, oh, we'd love some nights when it's just us and they don't know what to do. And they also don't want their own child to be always out at their partner's house. You know, everyone wants their own child home some night. So, you know, sometimes if you get on with your daughter's boyfriend, maybe you can talk to the parents with her permission and just say, hey, let's just work out something so that, you know, everybody's sharing the love. But as we're saying, we just suggest you make it a really positive thing because if she's just seeing it as, you know, asking permission, you saying no, and there's pushback and then you're talking about AirPods and, you know, telling her then that's not going to be something that makes her say, hey, I just want to hang out with my lovely family at home just some nights. And the other thing to remind her is that you know, when she's an adult, she will have total freedom. An adulthood is long, adolescence is short. So she doesn't have long until she can just live, you know, a pretty independent life completely with only a few house rules, according to her housemates, or she's living alone. So, because it sounds like she's wanting to want that adult
1: life now, by the sound of it. Absolutely. If you'd love unlimited access to everything women are talking about right now, subscribe to Mamma Mia. An annual Mamma Mia subscription includes online access to every Mamma Mia event, subscriber-exclusive stories, podcasts and videos from Australia's leading independent women's media brand.
0: Ginny, this was a great question that came again from our anonymous form. Love your podcast and thank you for your brilliant advice, Ginny and Joe. Oh, that's lovely. Our 14-year-old in year nine has been caught cheating on a school exam. He was sent the answers from another kid. We're working on getting professional help as he does struggle with school. Until that's clearer, what advice would you give to help him understand that this is not okay? Please and thank you.
1: Well, I would say, Anonymous, that you clearly have your values pretty well sorted. You know that cheating is not cool, and I think he would be subliminally getting that message by the way you live your life and the way you're clearly horrified by the fact that he's done something that is not commensurate with your values as a family, and that will speak volumes. 14-year-olds cheating in exams, I'm going to put my hand up. I did it multiple times when I was 13, 14 Kids are slack, they get really lazy, they forget to study for the exam and if you can cheat, you often do and I still got into medicine, I promise you, it's okay, I didn't end up a complete fail and I'm not saying he shouldn't have any consequences for cheating, but I wouldn't have thought that this was a slippery slope into moral ineptitude.
0: No, I agree, Ginny, not so much of the, the cheating you did at school. Yes, it's I just, did. <laughs> no, but what I'm hearing is from you, Ginny, is don't punish your kid. And I agree, there's going to be consequences at school for this, so let the school handle however they handle the very common crime, which is cheating at school. What I would say is that you just tell your 14-year-old that you're really glad that this has happened now, because it's a good age for this to happen. You know, tell him that you're there to help, and you just want to understand. So as their parents you want to find out why did he cheat you know did he cheat because as you're investigating does he have an undiagnosed learning difficulty so he's struggling so that's worth exploring that's the important thing to find out about the learning difficulty not about the cheating is he feeling some pressure to do well you know from the school from himself from you guys are all the kids cheating and he just wants to fit in you know if he can hear that you're just trying to understand why he cheated because you're thinking hey that's not what we Do it's not cool. So, you know, I just want to know why. He should find it pretty easy to be open with you. And then you can say, and I'm glad it's happened now, because it's not your final years of school when there's really serious consequences, and it's not at university when there are really serious consequences. So you can say this is a great opportunity to learn a valuable lesson. So yay.
1: Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And it sounds like you are already all over it by getting the special help for him to get any diagnosis that he needs. Good on you. I feel like this kid's prognosis is absolutely amazing. But that's all we've got time for this week.
0: If you like this show, we'd love for you to leave a
1: review or rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. This show was produced by our beautiful Emmeline Peterson. I'm Jo Lamble. I'm Ginny Mansberg and we'll see you next week.